It's time for Sounding Off with Phil Goff. Our last chat with Phil Goff as Mayor of Auckland. Morena Phil, how are you this morning? Atamaria, Rachel. Yeah, last time, eh? I'm going to wake up uh, next Tuesday morning and think there's something missing in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's BFM. Why aren't I on the programme? You've been on this programme for a very long time. We were trying to trying to do the maths before. It definitely predates both of our time here. And you, you were speaking with BFM even before you were the Mayor of Auckland. Do you, do you remember when you first started speaking with us? Oh, the first time with BFM, that will go back uh, a hell of a long time, actually. But in terms of the mayoralty, um, yeah, it was uh, back in Mikey Havoc's day when uh, I ran into him at a service station um, <laughs> downtown somewhere, and I said to him, Mikey, what are you doing? He said, I've got this new job with BFM. <laughs> and I said, oh, great, great. How about we have a chat from time to time? Excellent. Uh, so that, that must go way back to about um, 2017, I think, beginning of 2017. Nice. That is a that is a decent run. Let's have a bit more of a chat about uh, your your time in the mayoralty in a moment. But we should discuss what's been going on with the very poor turnout for the local government elections across the country this year. Not just in Tamaki Makoto. There's been a lot of issues with people not receiving their voting papers. Local government minister Nanaia Mahuta she hasn't received hers. Uh, and we're also seeing a bit of confusion about perhaps uh, where to go and what to do if you haven't got those papers or if you didn't enrol in time. What what we would you like to see change? Do you think we need a change in system for how we do local government elections? Yeah, we, a, a change would probably help, but the critical thing is uh, the overwhelming majority of people, you know, 99, 98, 99% will have received their voting papers, and there'll be a lot of people that will have those voting papers just sitting on the sideboard or on top of the fridge right now, thinking, I uh, must get around to filling that out. And the important message today is if you're going to put it in the mailbox, you've got to fill it out and put it in the mailbox today. Alternatively, uh, you need to drop your vote off at one of our vote boxes uh, before midday on the 8th of October, uh, and that's a cut-off time. So those voting boxes are available at the Auckland Libraries, Auckland Council Service Centres, uh, Countdown Supermarkets, etc. If you haven't got your voting pack, give the electoral office a ring. They've got an 0800 number. It's 922-822. That's an easy one to remember. 922-822. They'll send you out a special voting now, pack. There, there has and been you can some, vote that way. There has been some issues with that, though. That's not open on the weekend. That seems like a really basic problem. What? What's, I guess what's happening with these sort of gaps in the system? There seems to be unnecessary barriers to folks who perhaps work, you know, long hours during the week and can't get hold of that 0800 number. What, what are we seeing, uh, I guess, put in place or potentially put in place to prevent these problems happening next time? Yeah, well, one of the uh, one of the problems is that the voting actually takes place over a three-week period. And, you know, when you come to general elections, you know, everybody knows it's election day. This Saturday, you've got to go out, cast your vote in the polling booth. That doesn't happen with local board uh, and uh, and, uh, and the governing body. Uh, you, you, you need to fill out your voting papers that you get through the mail. Now, look... Um, for younger people, male, well, that's uh, that's something from the last century. Um, so, you know, ultimately we probably need to move on to a system of electronic voting as an option, but the that, that's in the hands of central government and legislation and they need that to be foolproof so that it can't be hacked and it uh, remains secure and all the rest of it. 
The other option is um, you could go back to voting day and just to do it on a Saturday so everybody knows when it is and there's a bit of hoopla around it um, and uh, you make that effort. But then the reason they turned away from that to postal voting was because they, they weren't getting big enough turnouts yet now. So at the moment, we've got about uh, just under 15% turnout as of the 30th of September. It's tracking a wee bit behind last time, but that's, um, uh, that's I mean, there's more people voted because the population's gone up, but the, the percentages dropped a wee mm-hmm. bit. Um, but look, um, you know, it's not good enough to have 35% uh, turnout. We'd like to have a much better turnout than that. And just the message to everybody listening is, hey, it does matter. You do have a choice of candidates. A little bit of work will tell you a, 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 quite a lot about um, who are the, the main contenders. But, you know, don't miss on your out on your chance to make a difference for the city. Uh, the critical thing is 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 less the system than than the motivation to get out there and do it. And, you know, it's no good complaining about who you get if you haven't taken your right, used your right, taken your opportunity to cast vote. So for most people, they've got that purple envelope at home. Open it up. It's easy to vote this time. There isn't as many things on the ballot paper because we don't have district health boards. It's pretty uncomplicated. You simply, you know, for the mayoral candidate, it's one tick. For your local board, it's the number of local board positions available. Don't tick too many ticks or your vote will be disallowed um, and you don't have to vote for everybody you, uh, that you, you you know that say there's eight candidates you wouldn't have to vote for all eight that you wanted um, just choose the ones that you think would be really good but this is your chance once every three years to make a difference please use it well let's talk a wee bit about your time in the role as mayor what what would you say you feel is is your legacy leaving this space what's something you're the most proud of yeah, well, look, a number of things, I think, Rachel. One, you know, we've had stable, responsible, evidence-driven governance. Uh, we haven't been undermined by scandal. We haven't been neutered by disunity. Uh, we've always had, um, you know, very clear majorities for the budgets that I've proposed, six of them. Uh, we've saved hundreds of millions of dollars uh, from value-for-money schemes. We've kept our debt well below the, the the maximum allowed. We've built up our asset base to $70 billion. So, you know, a huge increase in expenditure on uh, transport infrastructure that was neglected for years, a big increase in things like uh, water. So added 100 million litres a day more water. Um, probably one of the most important things from my point of view is investment in the environment. Uh, We've planted 2.7 million native trees. Uh, We've really uh, invested heavily in predator control. So our kokako have, you know, gone from 106 breeding pairs in the Hunuas in in, uh, in, uh, 2018 to 229 this year. We've done 100 kilometres of calorie-safe tracks to prevent the spread of uh, dieback disease. We've daylighted creeks. We've uh, upgraded parks. Um, you know, those things are really good. Uh, last but not least, I think it's trying to make our city more inclusive, uh, giving our workers the living wage, uh, working to help the homeless, the support we gave to Home Ground, uh, the Auckland City Mission, um, working particularly after the dreadful events of the 15th of March mm-hmm. in 2019 uh, to support our Muslim community, saying, you know, we have zero tolerance for bigotry, racism, discrimination. We stand alongside you. It doesn't matter what your your race, colour or creed, you are equally an Aucklander and you deserve to be treated with respect. So, you know, 
that sort of movement, that sort of emphasis, I think, has um, been what I've, I'm most proud of uh, for the city over the last six years. And what, what do you hope to see for Auckland? Obviously, you're not going to be, a, a, you know, in the driver's seat anymore, but what, what are you hoping uh, Auckland is going to look like in the next 10 years, perhaps? Yeah, it'd be funny not being in the driver's seat. I've just got to make sure I'm not a backstreet, a backseat driver <laughs> and, and be, you know, Oscar the Grouch on the sidelines uh, complaining about everything. Um, look, I'd like to see uh, a continuation on what we're doing, uh, in particular climate change. We've made a, a really good start on climate change with our climate action plan, our transport emissions reduction plan, uh, the climate action targeted rate. This is not something you can put on hold. This is not a nice to have. It's an absolutely essential. So keep the momentum up on that. It's a big challenge. We've got to change the way we live, uh, but it's about our survival and the survival of our kids and our grandkids. Um, looking after, continuing to look after the environment, everything's got to be around uh, sustainability, the circular economy, uh, making sure that, you know, we, we'll be collecting uh, food scraps. Uh, uh, phasing that in over the next couple of years, uh, making sure that we're developing our parks and uh, and optimising our regional parks and adding to them, which we've been doing. Um, that That's really important. And, you know, we, we just have to, linking all those things together, have an infrastructure that serves the city. Um, so uh, big challenges at the moment, uh, tackling our, our bus driver shortage, mm -hmm. which, you know, we're, we're lifting wages on that. Uh, big challenge of Kiwi Rail, years of neglect of that line and taking lines out of service at the moment because you've got to do some fundamental repair work on it but getting our public transport system so that it's world class so that people can move easily from reliance on cars to saying our public transport system is reliable uh, it's regular uh, and it's comfortable and it's safe those are the those are the big challenges ahead of us. Uh, we've 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 started down the right track. We've just got to keep that momentum up. Got to keep improving it to make our city world class, sustainable, and inclusive. Well, thank you very much for your time this morning and uh, for the last you know several years of mornings, Mayor Phil Goff. Uh, best of luck in what you do next, and thanks again for all the time you've given BFM. It's been an absolute privilege and my best uh, wishes to all of the BFM audience and uh, hope I can, uh, you know, I, can, I can follow you a bit and see what's happening even if I'm not a participant in it. <laughs> uh, you take care and thank you very much for the privilege. You too, thank Ka you very much. Ka kite. Matewa. That was Sounding Off with Phil Goth. Thank